Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Debt is preventing black people from closing the wealth gap. Listen, let, 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 let me be real. I'm coming with y'all from this heat from the very beginning. Black people, we got to stop blaming white people for our financial mistakes. What's happening? No capital. We about to get a play. Oh, pull up to the table. Let's go. The total consumer debt in the United States of America as of this year, the year 2022, is at $15.84 trillion. That's $15.84 trillion. Let's get straight into it. CJ, uh, turn me over to my iPad real quick, man. I want to break this down for my people here. I, I want y'all to see this. Um, so $1.46 trillion are in auto loans. This is your Mercedes, your BMWs, your Bentleys, you name it. $1.1 trillion, okay, is in your credit card debts. Okay, I ain't tripping. Now, here's what I'm not really tripping on about, right? $10.93 trillion homes. I'm not tripping about this. Like this, I'm okay with. I, I am. I'm okay, but actually, I'm really excited about about this. I, I, I really am excited about having 10.93 trillion dollars in home mortgages. Now, again, the goal is to have this paid off eventually. But I love seeing home ownership, especially uh, within the Black community. Then we have 1.75. Now, this pissed me off in student loans. Okay, this brings us to a total of $15.84 trillion. Now, watch this. So what does this break down to the average consumer? So the average consumer is going to have $92,727 in debt. Now, watch this. This is the average Excuse my, excuse my handwriting, okay? Now, let's break this down. Now, borrowers who actually have a, have a, uh, um, like a higher level of education, let's say like a doctoral degree or a master's degree, this goes to, uh, where is that? Yeah, $97,916,000 in debt. Now, watch this. Gen X, this is gonna be your, 42 to 57 year olds, right? They have the highest amount in $140,643,000 in debt.
Do you see why I'm teaching what I'm teaching? Do, do, you, do you understand why? The average person is going is to be right around $92,000. That's, that's $6,000 less than $100,000 in debt between student loans, um, credit cards, mortgages, and all. Then the average Gen X, I, my parents' age bracket, they're at $140,000 in debt on average. But I've mentored and tutored people who have two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in student in, in debt, period, outside of a mortgage. And so society is telling us that debt is a good thing. But the truth is, debt holds us back from really accomplishing our dreams, from, from building that dream home. Debt is preventing black people from closing the wealth gap. Listen, let, 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 let me be real. I'm coming with y'all from this heat from the very beginning. Black people, we got to stop blaming white people for our financial mistakes. I know I'm going to see it in the comments. Can Anthony, I can't believe Anthony just said, I just said that. Now, yes, there are certain things that, yes, white people need to own up to when it comes to how they treated us African-Americans. But black people, we got to stop blaming our poor financial decisions on other people and start stewarding our money well. And while we are fighting the fight to, to end racism, to, to end the, the stupid stuff that's happening to people of minorities, let's fix our homes first. And we're going to talk about that today. I'm tired of tutoring and mentoring and coaching people. And they're coming back to me and, I, and I'm seeing like, well, wait, you got all this debt. What, what, what are you doing? Okay. What, what are you doing? Get out of debt. You out here chasing wealth and chasing money, but you're not being a good steward of the money that God has already given you up front. So today, 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 y'all better get your notepads. Y'all better get your pens. Y'all going to share this video because I'm going to walk you through the basis. This is how Anthony O'Neill got out of debt. I was $35,000 in debt before I even turned 20 years old. Before I even turned 19, I was $35,000 in debt. $15,000 in credit card, $10,000 in furniture bills, and $10,000 in student loans. When I didn't even need my, uh, the student loans because I had my father's GI Bill and I had a partial scholarship uh, from the NFL, not the National Football League, the National Forensics League. I didn't know how to play football. <laughs> I was too short. I was a good debater, and they gave me a partial scholarship, and I had my father's GI Bill, and I was able to go to school at Palomar College, but you know what? I messed up. I acted a fool, and I did some stupid stuff, and I borrowed money. I borrowed money to impress people. I borrowed money to, to impress ladies, and I forget, the first $500 credit card, I spent it within a matter of 13 hours. My first credit card, $500. I got it. My mama slapped me inside my head. You don't need that credit card. My mama, I'm a grown man. $150 going within a matter of an hour. Red Lobster, all you can eat biscuits. Then another $150 on roses. Sent her two dozen of roses, two boxes of chocolates. I was going to send her a third one, but she already had me. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? I was all chocolate she needed. Then I really wanted to impress her the next day when we uh, met up. I said, you know what? Let me go, let me go to the mall. Went to the mall, bought her a Dooney and Burke's purse. A Dooney and Burke's purse for $200. $500 going within a matter of 13 hours. I got the car like at 5 o'clock that afternoon, and by 3 o'clock the next day, gone. Oh, gone, gone. But I said exactly what everyone else said. You know, I'm going to have this credit card just for emergencies. And it was an emergency to impress her. 
So before we get into today's um, 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 show on how do we literally, what are the basics of being a good steward of our money? What is the basics of getting out of debt? Just two quick things. Number one, if you like today's show, if you just like rocking with me, I want you to do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. Join the family, be a part of a growing community that we are eliminating debt, we are building wealth, and we're, we're ooh, I'm a, ooh, let me introduce y'all to something. We're, we're developing a neat life. I just launched a brand new network called the Neatness Network, where we're going to be really focused on um, helping you all grow a neat life. You don't need perfection. You don't have to be perfect in all your aspects. Your money doesn't have to be messy. Messy, It can be neat. Your relationships don't have to be messy. It can be neat. Your business doesn't have to be messy. It can be neat. We're going to be focused on a neat life. So if you really are a part of this community, please hit subscribe. Please hit the thumb up on today's show. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave us a five-star review on, on our podcast channels if you're enjoying this podcast. Here's number two. As we're talking through this, I felt this on my spirit earlier that some of you are stressed right now. That some of you are with this recession, with, with the high inflation, um, um, the cost of groceries going up, the cost of gas is going up. Um, and then now we're in this recession and you don't know what's happening. Some of you are under some stress. And I'll be real with you. I've had some stressful days. I've I've had some days where I'm like, well, man, am I going to make it? You know, I got a staff now. I, I got I got close to six people on my payroll, four of them full time. I'm like, God, I God, oh, geez. And I, I, I got a little like, whoa, 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 whoa. A little a little anxiety hit me. And I was like, well, God, wait, 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 wait. And I, you know what? I went and talked to my therapist. I just really started talking about everything that's on my mind and, and talking about what, what, what's going on in the world. And I started processing things. And I'll be honest with you, talking to my therapist actually gave me strength to go back and to not worry about nothing. And I'm going to be real with you. And it wasn't just my therapist. I talked to my therapist and to my spiritual coach, my spiritual business coach. It's like, hey, these feelings are normal. What you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what you're expressing is normal. Keep talking to your therapist. And every time I talk to my therapist, I feel stress. Just come off of me. So today, I want to encourage you to join my friends over at BetterHelp. You can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash BetterHelp. They can give you 10% off for your first month for, the, for you trusting them, for you trusting me and BetterHelp with your mental health. Listen, there's nothing sexier than a, a healthy um, woman who is mentally healthy. There's nothing sexier to ladies, <laughs> not to me, to ladies uh, than a man who is mentally healthy. And right now, we all, even if you feel as if everything is okay, trust me, better help will make you even feel better. They may even point out some things in you that you didn't know were kind of mentally off a little bit to help you get better. So go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash better help. So one of the questions that I am always uh, asked is, Anthony, you know, um, what is good debt in your opinion or what is bad debt in your opinion? And y'all, I want to break down the, the first thing that I really want to talk about today. What is debt? Like let, let's let's talk about that. And debt is something typically money that is owed or due. This is per the Oxford Dictionary. Let me just tell you AO's version. If you owe someone money, you're in debt. If 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 I give you five dollars and I say, hey, here you go, here's five dollars, and I need it back by such and such date, you are in debt to me. You are in debt to me. Okay. So let me just address this up front. I'm about to really hurt some feelings right now. Um, and today's just going to be that kind of day, but it is what it is. All right. There's no such thing as good debt. There's no such thing as bad debt. There's just a thing called debt. 
Bottom line. Good debt, uh, bad debt, uh, debt, yes. Okay, so 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 what are the types of debt out there, Anthony, you're talking about since you don't really believe in good debt or bad debt? Let me tell you right now, number one, credit cards, debt, student loans, debt. Oh my gosh. I've been hearing people say this all the time, but student loans, that's good debt. Well, how how is it good debt? That I met a dentist that had almost a million dollars in student loan debt, and he was only making a million dollars in student loan debt. You can go to borrowed future to watch what I'm talking about. He had a million dollars in student loan debt, but he was only making maybe $300,000 a year with his dentist business. This man will be in debt for the next 50 years with that kind of payment. And we call that good debt? No, student loan debt is not good debt, but neither is it bad debt. It's debt. It is debt. Anthony, he got a job paying him $300,000 a year. Yeah, but he got to pay his staff and, and these people off of that. Excuse me? What, what is good about going to get a, a going to, uh, paying $100,000, $200,000 for a degree, and you come back and you're only making $48,000 a year, $52,000 a year? What's good about that? Now, I got it. You got your dream job. You got a nice job, but you're still in debt. You're still in debt. What's another one? Car loans? Well, Anthony, I, 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 can, I can get it at 0%. Shut up. You're still in debt. I'm not saying it is a bad or a good thing. What I'm saying is you're still in debt. Personal loans and any payday advances. If I could say anything is just worse and horrible, I would land right here on the payday advances. But it's debt. It's not bad. It's not good. It is debt. That is very, 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 very expensive, especially these payday loan advances. Mortgages. Y'all, listen, I have a mortgage. I have a mortgage. That's debt. That's debt. It is debt that is an asset attached to it. That is, it should be accumulating. It should be racking up. But you know, at the end of the day, I still owe a debt. I still borrowed money. And it is still paying me. I still got to pay it. Now, yes, is it is it rising a little bit? Yes. Will I be able to sell it and make some profit on it? Yes. But y'all, it is still debt. Payment plans for phones and clothes, debt. Whew. Listen, if you can't afford the phone and pay for it cash, you can't afford the phone. What's wrong with the phone you have right now? I know the Apple iPhone, they just announced it. And you're, and you're talking about, oh my gosh, I, I need to get it. I need, I need, I want to get it and just put it over my payments for the next two years. What? No. What in the world? Why? 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 If nothing is wrong with your phone right now, stick to your phone so you can pay for it cash. Why, why am I so passionate um, about this message? It's because, man, I remember being in debt. And I was stressed that I had to go to work. I was stressed because I had to have a boss. I was stressed because I needed that income plus other income. Now that I am out of debt, do you know how good it feels? Now, yes, I still need income, but I don't have to go to a job to where I am being disrespected, to where I am being um, overlooked, to where I am being classified as X, Y, Z, because I need the income. So because I need the income, I'm going to take the heat from the job that I really don't like. 
No. When you're out of debt, it gives you options. When you're out of debt, it gives you freedom. When you're out of debt, you walk around different. When you're out of debt, you just feel good. Now watch this. Um, I, I saw a video that I, a lot of you all was asking me to comment on, but but I really don't like commenting on videos with people who are my friends, right? And I understand a certain concept. Someone said, um, there was a video that ran around uh, um, and, and I totally get it. It was like, hey, debt doesn't mean you're wealthy. Debt does not mean you're wealthy. And I honestly agree with that tagline. Debt does not mean you're wealthy. Being Having no debt doesn't mean you're instantly wealthy. No, it is a part of being wealth because now you have freedom, options, and, and more opportunities to really do things with your money. Debt, I believe getting out of debt is the foundation of building true and lasting wealth. But getting debt-free and becoming debt-free does not mean you are instantly now wealthy. No, 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 no. I totally agree with that statement. But becoming debt-free is very important, in my opinion, in my expert opinion, in my personal opinion. <laughs> that is the foundation of building true and lasting wealth. So when we talk about the basis of getting out of debt, number one, you got to really understand what is debt. Y'all got to stop asking me, well, Anthony, what's good debt? What's bad debt? I don't believe in neither. I just believe in, in debt. Here's number two. Before you can really get out of debt, you have to understand two things, two things, two things, two things. First, and it's a simple question. Ask yourself this. Why do you want to get out of debt? I really want you to ask yourself this right now. Why do you want financial freedom? And I really want you to write it down. I need you to pause this right now. I need you to put this on your phone. I need you, if you're watching this and you're driving right now and listening to this road, I need you to come back to this point right now. I really do, okay? Why do you want financial freedom? Is it so you can travel the world? Is it to relieve financial stress? Mm. Or what about, is it so you can break generational poverty in your family? Or is it because you want to be the first millionaire in your family? Or what, what about, is it because all you've seen was debt? All you've seen, your parents and, and, and your friends around you living paycheck to paycheck, and you're like, there has to be something different. You see, getting out of debt is going to be hard work. I'm not going to sit here in front with you. It's going to be hard work. It's going to require determination. It's going to require sacrifices. It's going to require dedication. So having your why will keep you motivated when you're tempted to quit, having your why will keep you motivated when all your friends are, are going out to Mexico, uh, Cabo and Cancun for spring break or for, you know, summer vacays or for just a weekend to get away. And you're saying, no, I got to stay home because I'm in debt and I want to get out of debt and I want to start really building true wealth. Having your why will keep you motivated when the world is looking at you crazy for choosing this decision. You need that motivation. One of my good friends, uh, good friends, Pastor Darius Daniel says, if your why doesn't make you cry, then the price of commitment will make you cry. You need to really pause this video or come back to this video when you're home and you need to write down your why. Why do you want financial freedom? 
And financial freedom is not just getting out of debt. Financial freedom is also having money in your bank account, having a fully funded savings account, having an investment account, having a couple hundred thousand dollars to sit in your bank account. Do you understand how you would feel? How would you feel if you had no debt, if you had $100,000 sitting in your uh, emergency fund, then you had a couple hundred thousand dollars to sit in your checking account so you can do whatever you want to do, and you got a few million dollars sitting in your investments account, you got another $200,000 sitting in your kid's um, um, college fund. How? What? What? Huh? What? Why do you want financial freedom? Why do you want financial freedom? I was talking with a single mother and she came up to me and she asked if she can get just 20 minutes of my time at this particular event, if I can just sit down with her and walk her through the process. And I said, sure, talk to me. And she said, um, Anthony, I, I, I really went home. She said, but I was just declined for a home because her DTI, her debt to income ratio was extremely high because she lost her, one of her jobs. And when I was sitting down talking to her, um, she makes good money for one. And honestly, she should not have been declined. Let's just be honest. She shouldn't have been declined because she actually makes good money on her main job. And her DTI wasn't that high. She had a lot of student loans. Yes. Um, but it wasn't that high. Right. And, when it comes to getting a mortgage, my first request is that if you could be debt-free within the next two to three years, man, pay off your debt. Then go get a mortgage because you want that peace. But if, if, if all you have are your student loans and, um, and that's it, I'm cool with you, man. Get a mortgage. You know, go get a mortgage. I sent her over to my friends over at Churchill, Churchill Mortgage, and I'll tell you about them in a little bit. Uh, because they actually helped her out. They actually got her into a, a real nice home on a 30-year fixed rate. And um, and she actually has some savings. And she was able to put, you know, I think 5% down. And Churchill took real good care of her. But when she came to me with this up front, she was like, Anthony. I said, well, why do you want a home? And she said, because I remember growing up. And we had a one-bedroom home. Home, y'all. Home. Not an apartment. I, I, never, I didn't even know they made one-bedroom houses. She had a one-bedroom house. Her and her siblings would sleep on the in the living room, on the floor, on the hard floor. Her mom and dad and the young baby, newborn baby, would sleep in the bedroom. And she said they did that for four years. And then she said social services came and got her and her sisters because their living condition wasn't good because there was a leak in the ceiling and they would sleep in wetness every single time it rained. And she said, man, I have two kids. I've never lived in a home that is free. I've never lived in a two, three bedroom home. I want to be able to give my kids something that I've never been able to experience. And she said, I need help getting my debt eliminated and getting into a home. And when she started telling me her story, she started crying. And because she was so convicted by her personal why, it made me get a little teary eyed as well. You see, my father grew up with 
16, 17 brothers and sisters in one house, a three bedroom home. My grandmama and grandpa, grandfather couldn't afford a home. I think they maybe paid $15,000, $20,000 for the home back then. 16, 17 brothers and sisters with two. That's 18 people living in one house, three bedroom. I, I, when she was telling me that story, I was like, I get it. I get it. So immediately I sent her over to church. I said, hey, listen, you need to get into a home. You need to get into a home. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Anthony, she's still in debt. I get it. But it would have took her about maybe eight years before she paid off her debt and she only had like her student loans. And I was like, yo, get into a home. Get into a home. Send over to my friends over at Churchill. Y'all can check them out over at Churchill as well. You can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash Churchill. And Churchill really got behind her. They gave her a fixed rate um, within a matter of 24 hours. They gave her a certified pre-approval. And the certified on top of the certified pre-approval, uh, they gave her an extra $5,000 to put on top of her earnest money to show that she is a serious buyer. And when she went to put down that on a home, the seller's like, wait, what's this extra $5,000 guarantee um, on this letter? And she explained to them like, hey, this is a guarantee that I am a serious buyer. Churchill Mortgage is saying they have already put me through manual underwriting and that if if we were to back out for any reason, you'll be able to keep my earnest money plus an extra $5,000. That put her to the top of the list with everyone who's trying to get a home at that time. And y'all, she got the home. And today she is attacking her debt. She is uh, able to get a job and she's actually about to join one of my programs that I'll tell you all about in a little bit to where she's going to actually make an extra $2,000 on the side, building her own personal brand, sharing her story, sharing how God has been really been working through her. And she's going to take that extra $2,000 a month, which is going to be $24,000 a year and put it all on her student loans inside of her brand new three bedroom home in a beauty, beautiful community for her kids. Her why is motivating her. Her why is really, really making sure that she is able to eliminate debt. So after you identify what debt is, you need to identify what is your answer. What is your why? What is going to motivate you to get out of debt? And number three, the second thing is, to understand how you got into debt in the very first place. Number three, how, how did you get into debt? You know, when I went off to college and I racked up these uh, these these uh, credit card debts, I didn't walk into the college and say, you know what? I want to get into debt. <laughs> I want to be uh, in the next six months. I want to have thirty five thousand dollars in debt. I'm, I'm not, um, you know, I'm I'm not that guy. I didn't wake up and say, I just want to be in debt. I want debt, 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 debt. No, that's that's not what Anthony O'Neill said. I was following the ways of the world. I was following the people in the world. And I was like, yo, let me just, let me just follow and do what everyone else is doing. You see, as of May, 2022, uh, 58% of Americans, roughly 150 adults, 150 people who are above the ages of 21 live paycheck to paycheck. This is via CNBC and LendingTree. 58% of American people are living 
paycheck to paycheck. That is roughly 150 million freaking people who are waking up every single day having to go to their jobs because if they miss one paycheck, they're screwed. It sets them back for years. Then when they miss one paycheck, what happens? They go to a payday loan advance and they're going in there and they're putting money on top of money. They're staying in this debt rackness foolishness and it's frustrating to me. It bothers me when I hear people, oh, you know what? Go get this debt or go get this credit card. Now, wait, wait, wait. Why would you tell someone go get a credit card when they're already living paycheck to paycheck? So now they're going to go rack up this bill. Now they're adding another bill on top of their monthly payment because you want them to get a get credit? No. Frustrates the heck out of me. It bothers me so much when I hear people say, you know what, man, you know, you know, you need to go get a credit card and do this and do that so you can get $140,000 credit limit. Now, wait a minute. You're telling someone who makes $40,000 a freaking year, waking up every single day, by Wednesday, before they get paid on Friday, they're already broke, and you're telling them to go get a freaking credit card so they can have a high limit? And let me tell you the crap that really bugs me. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to, oh, I'm about to piss some people off. But it's bothering me. This is what they say. You know, it's a credit card. Just file fraud on it and never pay them back. What? No. No. That's not who we are. And it bothers me when I hear people say, you know what, man? Um, um, I got this credit card and I don't know why they're harassing me and calling me. Let me tell you this much right here. If you, if I gave you $20,000, and you ain't pay me back, you better, you best believe I'm calling you. It's a business. If you borrow the money, you owe it back. If you have a business and you sell me something and I didn't pay you, you will be calling me and harassing me too. We can't get upset with our lenders. Which is why the Bible says it's best to be the what? Lender, not the borrower. The Bible doesn't say nothing positive about debt because it robs us of everything positive. The average salary in America is about $54,000, but the average consumer debt is $92,777. Hey, CJ, put me back on the screen. I want them to see this, all right? So the average American makes... $54,000, right? Debt, though, here we go. Debt is $92,727,000. So watch this. Let me get my calculator because I want to make sure I get this to y'all right. So if we're making $54,000, but we're in debt, $92,727, I mean, $1,000. That means we have a negative net worth of $38,727,000. There's actually more than that. That, that. that just simply means if it's way more than that, probably because we add some more stuff into it. But if we're making $54,000 a year, but we're in debt 
$92,727,000. That means we're negative $38,000 at the end of the year. And this is because so many people are living above their means and buying things with credit, buying things with debt that they can't afford. So the more people live above their means, the harder it is and the harder it will be to get out of debt. And this is why I teach. And this is why I'm so passionate about this message. This is why I do what I do, because I want to help you get out of debt. I don't want you. I don't want you broke. I don't want you living your dreams. I don't want you not driving your dream car. I don't want you not living in your dream home. I don't want you not going on the vacations you want to be going on to. I don't want you not starting that business. I don't want you not doing the things that you desire to do. I want to make sure the things that you have, the things that you do, the things that you own don't own you. I want to make sure that when you make up Monday through Friday and you're putting in all this labor, you, God gets the first fruit of your labor. Then you get the second fruit of your labor. Then your bills get the third fruit. And I ain't talking about your bill collectors. I'm talking about, you know, the, 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 the people, your electricity, your, your insurance, your, your phones. I'm not talking about, you know, the credit card companies. No, I'm talking about, hey, listen, God gets his first 10% because I want you to be blessed and prosperous. Then you and your family and your loved ones get the next you know, percentage of the money that you need to uh, get in your savings account and doing stuff like that. Then after that, the bill collectors. Now, now that, 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 that you know why you want to get out of debt, and most importantly, what you got and how you got into debt, I'm going to tell you how to get out of it, Okay how to get out of it. Another way of getting out of it is making sure that you at least have a savings account. And right now, my friends over at Prize Pool are giving away an extra 10,000 tickets, 10,000 tickets for people in my tribe who actually opened up a savings account there. They're going to open up a savings account. You can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash prize pool. Um, it is a, uh, a FDIC insured savings account, and you're going to open it up, and you're going to open it up with some money. If you got $100 in your savings account, put it over in the prize pool account. $500, $1,000, put it over there. But it, as soon as you open it up, they're going to give you an extra 10,000 uh, tickets, a 10,000 tickets. Just from being a part of my tribe, you're going to type in the code TTAO, TTAO, and they're going to take good care of you um, over there. Now, watch this, okay? Um, you got to open up a savings account because the average person in America can't even afford a $1,000 emergency. Nearly 50% of people in the world can't afford a $400 emergency. But my tribe, we're going to be able to afford a $1,000 emergency because we're going to put $1,000 in the um, savings account. All right. So when we move over here, uh, number three thing is you're going to make a monthly budget. All right. Okay. It's going to be a zero based budget. All right. So CJ, put me on the screen real quick because I'm going to want to show people this as well. Uh, so when I say a zero, move this up some, a zero budget, right? This is what I mean. You're going to list all your income, all your income. So this is going to be child support. This is going to be uh, your job. This is going to be a side hustle. Okay. Uh, this can be, um, I don't know if you're an artist. Uh, you, this could be royalties. I don't know. Hopefully I'm spelling it right. 
Don't know. I'm just writing down. Um, this could be um, alimony. This could be anything, right? So you're going to list all your income. So let's just say all your income is, for simple math, $10,000, right? Then from there, you're going to list all of your expenses, okay? This is going to be debt, rent, slash mortgage, food, shopping, um, um, apps that you're paying for, anything, right? Everything that you spend money on a month, I don't care if it's 99 cents, you're going to list that up over here. So let's just say for an example, that is $8,000. So this means now $10,000 minus the 8,000 equals what? $2,000. That's not a zero-based budget. So we're going to go back up here to our expenses. And let me tell you, when it comes to expenses, let's say that you're saving for a down payment on your home or saving for a down payment for a car or saving for a down payment uh, for anything. Saving for anything is actually an expense because you're deducting it from your income. So if you're saving anything, that's going to be added. All right. And let's say you're saving anything to save, same for a home that, that takes off a thousand dollars. Cool. Great. You have a thousand dollars left. Boom. Cool. Great. You're going to take this extra thousand dollars. You're going to put it towards your debt. So a zero base budget is you're going to list all your income. You're going to minus all your expenses. And then from there, that should equal Zero. Bottom line. And you're going to be tracking your spending throughout the entire month. It's simple. Track it throughout the entire month. If you go to McDonald's, you buy a burger today and it costs $5, you're going to take $5 from your boot, from, from not boot, from your food allowance that you put on there. If you go out there and you spend, you know, $5,000 on debt this month, then you're going to go back to your zero-based budget and you are going to put the $5,000 you spent in there. Um, you're going to prioritize paying off your debt first. That's the very first thing. You're going to prioritize paying off debt. Once you get $1,000 into your prize pool account, okay, um, we're going to walk through the baby steps that I really do believe that Dave Ramsey has has really mastered. Um, that's what you're really, 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 really going to focus on. Okay. So number, number three is you're going to make a monthly budget. It's a zero based budget. I personally use every dollar app. I'm going to link, um, uh, Ramsey plus in uh, today's show description, uh, for a very minimum amount. You can get uh, access to their financial peace university curriculum, and you can honestly get access uh, to their zero based budget. All right. Um, and then when it comes to a monthly, a monthly uh, budget. I really want to break this down. This simply means that you have to uh, really focus and stick to this. And when you stick to this, it also means this number four, you got to live below your means. This will free up more of your money so you can throw it at your debt. And here are some tips. Number one, use cash. Okay. When you run out, you can't spend anymore. Okay. Use cash. There's nothing wrong with using cash. I I don't really use that much cash because of where I'm at in my life. I do use my actual debit card. 
Uh, but if you are drowning in debt, if you're on your debt-free journey, you're really focused and determined about it. I'm very big on the envelope system. Uh, Rachel Cruz even has a beautiful wallet out there to where you can honestly put uh, money inside of different envelopes. It's a beautiful idea that she came up with. But the philosophy is like, yo, if you have $100 in your envelope for, you know, um, the next two weeks while you're living specifically for food, you can put it inside of that particular envelope slot inside of your wallet. If you are doing $100 for whatever, I think it comes with several different slots. But the whole mindset is once you once you use all that cash, you can't use it again. Like you, you, you can't go get something else out because you're sticking to the budget, all right? And you're going to save for big purchases. You're going to dish the payment plans, save up for big purchases, and you're going to pay cash. I just recently bought my Bentley, and I paid cash for it. I saved, I saved, I saved, I saved, I saved, and I paid cash for it. Then you're going to have an emergency fund. You're going to have it parked at your prize pool account. Um, and like I said, you can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash prize pool. Uh, this will get you a free checking account with no minimum balance you need to open up. If you're starting the whole debt-free journey, you want to go ahead and put $1,000 into that savings account and it will bless you. And then here's the next thing, man. Um, as you're getting on this debt-free journey, you guys, uh, you want to you know, you know, get off of social media for a while because it's tempting to spend money when you see your friends are going to Mexico, Cancun, Cabo, uh, going to the Bahamas, going to Jamaica. It, 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 you'll get tempted. They just bought a brand new car. Now, all of a sudden, you want a brand new car. You may need to get off social media. I mean, for me, I, I try to really get off. I try to get off, you know, on the weekends. Y'all see me post Monday through Friday. I have an amazing team that helps me post that. But even on Saturdays and Sundays, you won't see as much for me because even sometimes I just want to unplug and just regroup and refresh. And if you're the type of person where you know mentally you're getting trapped in this race and you are being tempted to purchase things because you're seeing things on social media, number one, there's nothing wrong with you admitting that because we all have been there. We all, I have been there. Unplug for a little while. And then here's something else when it comes to um, how do you really get out of debt? You know, how do you really live below your means? Sometimes living below our means means expanding our means, picking up a side hustle, picking up a side job. This uh, month, I am releasing a brand new course uh, called The Entrepreneur's Blueprint, uh, The Seven C's, The Guide to Building a Six-Figure Impactful Brand. And I'm going to be showing people how to um, how to build um, a brand from home, how to make an extra $1,000, $2,000, a month from home on the side. And these six uh, these these five C's I'm going to be teaching inside this course has has been able uh, has allowed me to go ahead and build a company that's making six plus figures a month. And I want to show you how to make an extra thousand dollars a month. So if my team and I can do six figures a month, we can easily show you how to do an extra thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a month. And if you really want to scale it to um, the next big level, um, I am actually going to be mentoring 20 people and inviting 20 people into my home uh, to sit down with me and my team here in the studio. And we're going to be teaching them how to really build an impactful uh, brand that makes them an extra 10, 15, 20, hundred thousand dollars a month. So if you want to be a part of that, text the word six brand, where six brand, B-R-A-N-D, to 615-930-3431. Again, that is 615-930-3431. Text the word six brand. Um, and when we release this course, I'm going to send it to you. 
the course is going to be extremely cheap. Um, I'm actually going to do a free masterclass coming up here soon uh, to where you can really dive in and learn something for free. And maybe the free stuff might help you. Uh, but then the course is going to be extremely cheap. And then from there, I'm only allowing 20 people sit down with my team. So if you really want to learn how to really start something on the side to help you eliminate your debt, that's going to help you build true wealth. Um, and help you put some money in your pocket, especially in this recession and and, um, and high inflation time. Text the word six brand to six one five nine three zero three four three one. Here's number five, and the last thing we're going to talk about is our here. Here's the system that I followed to get out of debt, and these were Dave Ramsey's uh, seven baby steps and the debt snowball method. So his baby steps is very simple. Number one is you're going to save a thousand dollar. Start an emergency fund. This is very important. With nearly half of America can't even afford a thousand dollar emergency, but you can. So you're gonna put a thousand dollars in there. And honestly, I would stretch it. You know, um, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm. This is what Dave says. And and here's my thing. With inflation going up, with the recession, uh, here, I'm cool with you putting two, three thousand dollars in the starter emergency fund. Now, I don't want it extremely high. I, I really don't. I, I really don't want it extremely high uh, because like Dave teaches, your starter emergency fund is not made to to, to, to be cushioned. It, it's just made to be an emergency fund, an emergency fund. You just broke your phone. That's emergency. Go get you another refurbished one. You just got a flat tire. That's cool. Go get you another tire. You just got into a car accident and you need to pay your deductible to get it uh, to get it repaired. That's an emergency. Um, you just met a woman and she is fine as good God Almighty. And uh, you want to take her out to Red Lobster and get that all you can eat biscuits. That's not an emergency. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You just met this good looking brother, got the right chest, got the nice little arms. You can see the six packs through his fitted shirt and you want to go get your weave done, your hair done. You know what I'm saying? That's not an emergency. But while you were out on that date and you came out and you saw that someone broke your window and they stole something from outside of your car and they cracked, they were trying to steal your car and they broke your ignition and you can't start your car. That's an emergency because you didn't get that car towed now to the dealership or to your home. Do you see what I'm saying? The date is not important, but your car is an emergency. So basic number one is not made to feel comfortable. It, it, it is made to make sure that you can handle the basic, most important emergencies that come up. So you want to put the minimum of $1,000 in emergency fund to the max, I would say two to $3,000, depending on where you're at. Then number two, you want to attack your debt using the debt snowball method. Okay. Now you all are asking, like some of y'all have asked me, I think, can you break down the debt snowball method um, uh, for me? And so we're going to do that right now. CJ, go to the screen for me. Um, and so what you're going to do is you're going to list all your debt from smallest to largest. All right. So here's your, here's your debt. Okay. Um, and let's just say right here. Is your first debt. I actually make that a little bit smaller. Uh, let's say this this is your first debt. And then this is your next debt. And then this is your next debt. And then this is your next debt. And then this is your oof. You know, I'm gonna bring this down a little bit so y'all can see it. And then boom, that's your that's your big one, right? So let's just say this is a credit card. Let's say this one's a credit card. And then let's just say this is a personal loan, okay? And then let's just say this one right here. Uh, let's say this one over here is going to be your mortgage, okay? Actually, no. I don't want your mortgage on this one because you don't add your mortgage to the debt snowballs. So let's just say this one and these last three. No, this one is a student loan. This one is a student loan. And this one is your car, 
All right, car. All right. So what you're going to do, let's just say this one right here, for example. Let's just say your first credit card is $50 a month. Let's say this one right here is $75 a month. Let's say this personal loan is $250 a month. Let's say this car loan is $600 a month. And let's just say these student loans, which the majority of them are on pause right now. But let's just say uh, between these two student loans, you're paying about $1,500 a month. Um, this one, let's just say, is at uh, 700 and this one is at 800. So what you're going to do is let's say if you're making extra income, you're going to make your minimum payments on all of these. So these are your minimum payments. You're going to make these minimum payments every single month. But let's just say you have an extra $100 that you can add on to it. So this means every month you're paying $150 on this first one, right? Okay, you follow me? So you're paying $150 on this first one. Now, once you get done paying this $150, you're going to come down here. You're going to add $150 to the $75, which puts you at $225 that you're going to be paying. So now you're paying $225 a month on this one while you're still paying $250 on this one, $600 uh, on this one, uh, $700 on this one, and then $800 on this one. So you're making your minimum payments on all these, but now you took the 150 and you added it over here to the 75, you're paying 225, right? So now once you pay off this 225, you're going to take that 225 and you're going to come over here. Now you're paying $475 on this one. And you're slowly but gradually knocking this one out while you're still making your minimum payments over here. You're still making your minimum payments over here, but your focus now, you got all this extra money over here, that's 475. Now you take that 475 and you come over here and you add it on top of the $600 on your car note. And now you're paying $1,075 on this right on your car note watch this now you're saving yourself from from paying any extra interest on it because now you're almost doubling your car note so while you're paying off your car note you're still making your minimum payments over here for 700 for 800 and you're still aggressively attacking this 175 you know what wait a minute wait a minute we just got an extra one thousand dollars from somewhere what are we going to do we're going to put that one thousand dollars on top of the car okay now we paying $2,075 and we're still making our minimum payments over here. Now we're debt free. Now that was a one-time gift that we got for, you know what I'm saying? For, for the thousand dollars, but we're going to take that extra thousand and 75 that was paying. We're going to add that to the 700. So now we're paying $1,775 on our student loan while still making this $800 payment over here. And we're steadily, 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 steadily going over. Oh, you know what? We just got a tax return. We just got a tax return for $5,000. Oh my goodness. So are you telling me Anthony got to put on top of my debt? I sure did. Now you're paying $6,000. $6,775 and you're still making your minimum payment. Now you just knocked that out real quick. Now we're taking that $1,775, putting that over here. $1,775 plus $800 is $1,975. Now we're paying 
75 on this student loan. And you guys, wow. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait, oh, wait, 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 what happened? It was my birthday and I got a, I got like an extra $500 for my birthday. Anthony, can I go enjoy it? Nope. Put that $500 on top of uh, your student loans. Now you're paying $2,475 one month. You just knocked out a little bit more. And you keep going, you guys. And you keep going until you're debt free. Now, what just happened? Now, watch this. We were paying, what, $1,975 a month in debt? So now we have night a positive cash flow of $1,975 that we can add back, back to our investments. So now you got $1,975 there. Now you're going to go into, which is baby step uh, number three, and you're going to save a fully funded emergency fund. You're going to part this inside of your prize pool account. Okay. Now you're going to save three to six months. If you're single, you don't have, you know, and you have a real solid job. You don't have an, another major responsibility. That means your your average payment, you know, uh, emergency or I mean, well, your monthly budget should be right around, let's say about right around 2,500 $2, bucks. When you look at your rent, when you look at your car insurance, when you look at your stuff like that. So $2,500 times three is going to put us at 7,500, 7,500 divided into 1975 extra. That's going to take you about three, three and a half months to get to three months of emergency fund. Take you three months, three months, because what we're going to do now is we're going to make sure that we go from babysitter number one to babysitter number three. We're going to take that money and just make a fully funny emergency fund. Now, here's something that I have done that you can do this as well if you want. It really depends upon you. Um, I'm very big on because I, I want to make sure that my lifestyle doesn't have to change. So here's something that you can do. You can go in ahead and just put three months of your average salary. So if the average person in America, what? They make what? How much? Uh, they make $54,000. So $54,000 divided into 12, that's $4,500. So I mean, after taxes, if you're single, it's going to be about 3000 If you're married with some dependents, it's going to be right around maybe 3500 bucks that you'll get. So if you want to go from the average um, of 2500 and if you want to go ahead and just put you know, $3,000, dollars of what you're averagely making, you know, net wise into um, an emergency fund, just three months of that, that's fine too. So for me, I, I just, I went aggressive with me. I'm not saying you have to do this, but for me, I put a year's worth of my average income. Okay. I put a year's worth of my average income into my personal account um, when I got debt free. And so I, I feel comfortable knowing that man, if something was to happen, my lifestyle doesn't have to change. I don't have to stop golfing unless I choose to stop golfing so I can have some more cushion for emergencies. But I can survive if I wanted to a year and not change my lifestyle. My only debt that I have right now is non-consumer debt, which is a mortgage, right? My mortgage payments is very affordable. I'm good. So once you get a fully funded emergency fund, you're going to move on to babysitter number four. You're going to save 15% for your retirement. You're going to head and put 15% in your retirement. You guys are going to save for your future. Once you do that, you're going to save for your kid's college fund. Number six, you're going to pay off your home early. And we're going to talk about that. Why is it so cool to pay off your home early? Okay. 
When you really have the opportunities and the options to have no debt, my friends from his and her money paid off their mortgage a few years ago. And I'm actually going to be interviewing a young lady here uh, within the next couple of weeks. She'll be on the show. Um, she is uh, less than 30 and she paid off her mortgage. <laughs> She's less than 30 and she already paid off her mortgage. Oh, this is going to be a show you do not want to miss. Then number seven is become wealthy and just give generously. Listen, you guys, when it comes to getting out of debt, this is the basics. This is the basics of eliminating your debt. Okay. I'm going to make sure to drop uh, Financial Peace University, which is inside of Ramsey Plus. Um, I'm, I'm going to drop that link in today's show notes uh, because I do believe um, that when it comes to getting out of debt, Ramsey Solutions has developed a proven plan that has worked for millions. Okay. The key thing I really want you to focus on is getting out of debt and eliminating your debt the biblical way. Now, once you get out of debt, you get your fully funded emergency fund, man. I, I really do believe that your what you want to do with your money, uh, as long as you're not borrowing other people's money, it's, it's, it's up to you. You want to go out there and buy a Bentley, go buy a Bentley, because I did. If you don't want to buy a Bentley, you just say you want to buy a nice Honda Accord, but then you want to go build a, a nice farm home or, um, or whatever it is, that's fine. Go do your thing. I'm here to help you with the foundation of building true and lasting wealth. I'm here to make sure that you can really do the things that you desire and live the dreams that are on the inside of you and do everything that God has given you. Before we close, I was at a my very first mastermind. Uh, Pete Vargas um, does this, and um, he invited me in with a, bit, a bunch of Christian believers who believe um, and building wealth. And they said something to me that was so good. Say, you cannot build the kingdom if you are broke. You cannot build the kingdom if you are broke. You cannot build the kingdom if you're drowning, if the kingdom is drowning in debt. Why is it the kingdom people have this, this, this scarcity mindset that, oh man, I shouldn't have a lot of money. I, should, I shouldn't have a lot of money. No. Had an opportunity to sit down with Tim Tebow at this event. And he's like, man, I want you to make a lot of money. Do you know why? Because every time you can give away $1,200, you save a young lady for being raped. You save a, you save a young lady for being killed. Every, so, 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 so if you're broke, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can't help people. You can't serve people. You can't serve your own family. Your family can't impact others. If you're broke, He's like, go make a lot of money. It's not about the money that you have. It's about how are you making your money work for you in the kingdom? And you can't make your money work. Whew. You cannot make your money work if you're giving it all away to debtors, to, to, to bill collectors, to, to, to creditors. You can't. You can't build the kingdom if you're building the world. We can't help people. You can't leave a legacy if you're building someone else's legacy. You can't build your world if you're building somebody else's world. My children's children will be wealthy. My wife and my kids will have financial options. We will be able to do whatever we desire. So listen to me.
If you follow this advice, you're guaranteed to get out of debt. And that means you're closer to financial freedom and establishing generational wealth for you and your family. Bottom line. Bottom line. So listen, I appreciate you. And I love you. And I'm going to leave you with today's scripture. Psalms chapter 37, verse 21. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. I want you to repeat this affirmation for today. And I want you to repeat this all week. I will get out of debt and achieve financial freedom for myself and my loved ones. I will get out of debt and achieve financial freedom for myself and my loved ones. I love you. I'm praying for you. And let's do this. If you are in debt, I just want you to write down in the comments, if you're watching this and listening to this on podcast, come up to the comments and just wave your hand at me. Let me know you're in debt. I'm praying for everyone who's in debt today because I do believe in the powers of miracles. Um, I do believe that if we pray like it all depends on God and work like it all depends on us, that God will match us. And I do believe that God has power to miraculously wipe some debt. So I'm going to pray for miracles today. I'm going to pray that God, one day you could just wake up and I don't know, something happened. <laughs> while you're working on your debt-free journey, while you're living below your means and while you're paying off your debt, hey, I, w- I want to challenge God to help you. I want to challenge God to give you money, give you some extra money so you can put towards your debt. I want to challenge God to where if you want to wake up and just miraculously is going. I, w- I want to pray for miracles, signs, and wonders. I want to pray that God will do his part as long as you are doing your part. Drop your name. Wave at me if you're still in debt. Wave at me if you still want to build, build wealth. Because watch this. God is going to do it for you. And I promise you he will. It's your boy. I'm going to see you on the next show. Peace out. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.